There we are. We're live. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Monday YouTube live stream, 6 p.m. Eastern time. Joined here by Nate. Nate's looking to beat me up, it looks like, with a bat, I guess. That's He's true. Excited. I should be holding the Fernando Tatis bat in the other hand, <laughs> two at a time. That'd be funny. I'm looking to beat up the Bucks tonight if they don't shoot more than 15% from the three-point line. You can't play worse. You literally no, can't it, play worse. The thing is, is it feels like the Heat, the first game against the Heat, except the Heat were trash compared to the Nets. And yeah. the Nets are not trash, so they beat us handily. But if we can just clean it up, maybe get that to close game for the next few, just like how he blew out the Heat, it'll shrink the gap on the game. So we'll definitely have to play be better. But um, I'm not – no panic button yet. Well, we got to play – the games where James Harden isn't playing, we got to play well. We should have with no James Harden for ninety nine percent of that game. We should have stolen that game. We should well, the, hopefully steal this. The first this quarter, the first quarter, we looked awesome. Yeah, and then the rest of it, we looked terrible. Yeah. Uh, what's up, Alex, Kevin, Ziggy? How we doing today? Um, Renee as well. Welcome today on the live stream. We will be looking at top trenders in the industry over the past week, month, three months, whatever year through Slab Stocks Pro. Um, we are like dangerously close to sending out access invites to everyone that is pre-registered for the Slab Stocks Pro platform. So if you go to slabstocks.com, and I'll show you right now, I'm going to show you how to pre-register this second to make sure that you are pre-registered so that when we send out these invites, y'all will get an invite and y'all can join. Nate, can you see this tab? Yeah. So if you go to slabstocks.com, you hit Slab Stocks Pro at the very top. And you scroll down the page. You don't chat with us. You scroll down the page. You will see. Well, you can read up on it if you want to, which you probably should, I guess, if you want to see what you're signing up for. Or you can watch us this video to see what you're signing up for. Um, put in your email at the bottom. Click pre-register, and uh, we'll be on our way, and you all will be pre-registered. But let's transition now into – can you see this now? No. You can't still see it on the register from Slab Stacks Pro. Okay. All right. Let me come back. I have not, I haven't done this Chrome share tab thing yet on the uh, on the what you want to call it the Streamyard. There we go. Now you can see it, right? Hey, oh, there it is. All right, everyone. We're looking at the dashboard here, and this is the Sam Dunks dashboard for his episode for tomorrow. So a little preview on what he's talking about. But today we're going to spend our time on the Trenders tab, which we haven't really previewed yet here on YouTube. We put up a little preview post on Instagram. This will take a second to load right now because. We are in the midst of just finishing up the last bugs to optimize the page to load quickly. There's a lot of data that loads to this page, a ton of different slabs. So just give this a second and we will start to see what we got. So here at the very top, these trenders might be reordered when we go live. So right now what it's displaying is the top trenders comparing a recent sale in the last three months to any sales prior, which I don't think it, we're going to stick with because... You know, this Kobe right here, it's over $1,360 as a PSA 10 recently, but there probably wasn't a sale for, let's see, there wasn't a sale for three years. So how's the top trend in the last three months, right? If there wasn't a sale for the last three years. So that will be redone. But for the process of today, we will be looking at this page and this is going to be annoying to go back each time. So I'm not going to go into any graphs for today. We're just going to look at the trenders and talk about different cards in the industry that are going up, going down 
Nate, I actually can't see the chat when I do this right now, so maybe I'll pull up on my phone. Well, so I, can I, can, I, can, I can inspect the chat. Well, yeah, so you're going to have to go, keep good tabs on this to make sure that we're you know integrating people's discussions into here. Will do. Uh, Rob, this is a website. We have plans for an app in the future, but for right now, website. And also, it is very mobily optimized, too. Very mobile optimized or it's very it'll just it'll work well mobile is what i'm trying to say like on your safari on your uh iphone or on your google chrome on your android if you're like nate what a bum um but first let's look at the basketball trenders we're gonna click view top 100 and we're probably gonna sort by the last month to get some new sales data in there rather than the last three months or actually let's look at the last week because in the last week i know that there's been a lot of movement um we've been updating a lot of prices recently in the last week so Let's filter first by percent going up, and then we'll go by percent going down. So first up here, we have got Jason Tatum, Optic, Lime Green of 175, BGS 9.5. So this is one of those scenarios when we look at this and we say, oh, that is because there was not two sales in the last week. So many of these cards at the front here that are over 100% gain are for those reasons because they're so scarce. But here's another thing I want to point out is that it is a good learning lesson. Because when there are not a lot of sales on these given cards, new comps can be set by people not knowing how much it's supposed to be, right? Like if you have a base, if you have a silver, everyone knows what those are supposed to be worth. You know, not everyone knows what a, you know, Russell Westbrook PSA 9 orange refractor of one nine, uh, of $4.99 is supposed to be worth. So you can really capture a greater sale because of that, or at least it also makes it look like it's not going down. Because the more we move down this page here, and we get into these. I want to go by decreases actually, because that. Let me see here. Actually, I'm trying to figure out the best way to do this because we are experiencing also a gap that I just realized too. This might be short sighted doing this episode today. I started to understand as I started to do this, um, but we'll we'll roll with it. Let's just talk about some cards throughout these, and then we can uh, sync this thing up as we go forward. This is actually something that is worth talking about. Um, Luka Doncic, this is his 2019 optic black velocity of 39 PSA nine. The reason why I want to talk about this card is because recently this card sold for 640 on June 6th and back on February 20th, it was 626, but that carried over from February 28th at 585. This is the type of card that when a player plays really well, it goes up in value. Because this the supply is so low at you know there's only 39 black velocities PSA nines, and Luca dominated the playoff series against the Clippers, against the Clippers. But I want to show you what happens when you have a very high supply card. This is what happens when you have a very a card that's super high in supply, and even if they play well, down, down. I mean, you, you see it's up, down, up, down. You know, fifty dollars here and there, but. Just keeps going down. And even most recently after his amazing series, just 940 all the way down to 840. And Nate, where do you expect this to be middle of the summer? Aluka? Oh, it's got to keep trending down until maybe a month, two months before the season. Well, we'll even this up. specific card. What do you this... think the floor is? Oh. 600 bucks. 600 bucks, Nate says the floor is that's another 240% or $240 drop from here. I mean, that might be that might be a bit drastic, but you get my point. I don't think the floor is 843. Nate, um, I, I don't think that's a bit drastic. Look back on April 12th, 1300. 
so it have blow, to be half price. I'll blow it up so people can see it. Um, one thousand three hundred. Aaron, quick question for you from Michael. Looks cool. Yes, sir. What does it cost? Oh, absolutely free, my man. Absolutely free. This entire platform is going to be free to use. Um, it will be all synced up when we go live, so no worries on that. If you're going to pre-register, be sure to do so right now for the beta access, and it will have a couple caveats when you're using beta. It's not going to be the uh, you know fully launched product when you go public with it, but there's going to be quite a few people using it, which will be really cool. There we go. Free ninety nine, as the kids say. Free ninety nine. Just this is just crazy. Last th- you know six months has just been straight down on the card. And even if I don't know if y'all remember, in here in February, like end of July, end of January into February, it was when like the market got insanely hot for like Jordan, Kobe, LeBron, all those guys. Luca is only trending down here, and I don't think it's because it's Luca. It's because of this card, and this kind of carries over from last week. You know, cards that have 18,000 pop PSA 10 and over 30,000 total. Who's going to buy it? <laughs> How many buyers are going to be? That's mm-hmm. a major concern. Major concern. <laughs> Kevin is still a lot higher than $75 he sold all his for. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Whoa. Maybe, maybe like the one or two, two people in the chat that would be like, oh man, I wish I still had that. <laughs> yeah. That's wow, that's a tough one. This would probably be a more useful, um, more useful use of our time. Would be going down here and let's use the stocks ticker board because it's going to show us stuff that's sold recently on eBay, and we're going to get good numbers here. I hope to share. Let's talk about Jordan, Nate. I like it, Jordan. <laughs> and the glitches, the glitches back. Let's not talk. Oh, here we go. Let's talk about Jordan from six six to six seven. A PSA 9 or PSA 10 rose by 14. That's terrible math. No, it wasn't. 15 bucks. He's been hitting well. I don't know what else to say about it besides the fact that Jordan's a stud. Um, you know him, Soto, uh, Tatis, and um, Vlad were all in the same international signing period. Is that the best international signing period ever? Did, of course, <laughs> of course. I had to prompt the question. Uh, Vlad was like three point something million. Jordan was two million. Tatis was like seven hundred fifty grand or something like that. And uh, who was the last guy? Soto was like one point five, or maybe I flipped around Soto and Tatis. I don't remember, but yeah, uh, insane, insane value there. Now, question. Here's a here's actually something I want to talk about today. Something I really yep. want to talk about today is what is the bottom point to where PSA slabs of base cards become viable for people with super low budgets to buy into the car market to try to play a little flip game? Is there any realistic point? Because if you look at yeah. Jordan right now, 40 bucks. He was like 28 a day ago, right? I look at Cam Johnson for the Suns. It's like $25. Nate, people that were buying those a year ago for maybe like three bucks per and grading in between like eight and I guess it'd be like $15 per It's probably 15. They're breaking even right now. If they get them back. Yeah. I don't think it's, there's a viable route towards grading Jordan anymore. Yeah. Not for whatever the prices are going to be when PSA opens back up. Well, 30 bucks, 35 yeah. bucks, whatever it's going to be. That's but I, I do think, you know, if they drop to the point where you're just paying for grading and not the card, I think that's the floor. 
Um, so if they drop, say, to 25 right now, uh, I right. think that would be the floor on some of these cards, as long as they're playing decently well. You know, if you're just absolutely atrocious, ke- shout out Kesson Hira, uh, you can drop all the way to zero. But if you're playing decently well, I think, you know, the floor should be the cost to get it graded. And then um, I don't think you're going to see $50 PSA 10s unless they are absolutely unbelievable for like months straight anymore. But you could get, you know, $25 to $35 in a couple months and sell out then. Sure. So let me ask you this. Is the PSA 9 and 10 market going to be viable to invest in for people on a budget, let's say in three months? If these things all bottom up between like 10 and 30 bucks for like decent young you know, studs who might grow in the future, is that something that people should be looking at spending money on if it's that cheap? Now, I'm not saying take like $5,000 and buy like 500 of them. I'm talking about people who have like a $100 $150 budget, is is it going to be worth looking into again, even though the populations have now grown astronomically? You know, when we were talking about $25 PSA 10s in the past with Acuna, pop of 1000 and Acuna, one of the best young players in the game, was 25 bucks. Now he's 150 whatever, and it's not the same thing because now it's a yeah. pop 16000 Yeah, but or higher. Is, is there a point now where it's going to be worth it for people on that budget to look into it? Yeah, I think so. Um, I mean, if you only have, if you, there's a lot of people out there that can't afford a $300, well, <laughs> not anymore, but couldn't afford a $300 Tatis, right? Shout out to Tatis being like, I don't know, $175 probably right now. Um, I haven't checked in a while though. Uh, and still there's going to be people that can't afford a $175 Tatis base. So why not go to, if you still want a PSA 10 or a PSA 9, if you want a graded card and you're not going to be buying a raw Topps Chrome Prism for 30 bucks or a Topps Chrome X-Fractor for 50 or whatever, um, you can uh, turn to base and you can still get your favorite guys. And, you know, the, the $300 a base card was absurd anyways. Right. There's not that many people that like it, but I do think there's plenty of people that are in the uh, – small money game that just you know can't afford a 300 dollars card but would like to buy a Jordan out not that Jordan it's 300 bucks but uh that would like to buy it that all of a sudden this market can open up a little bit again and you're never gonna see I doubt you're ever gonna see 300 dollars base flagship PSA 10s um but there's no reason you can't take a 25 dollar card and move it to 40 after a good year yeah. and you know four bucks off of that for eBay fees or whatever and another two percent off of that and uh, you walk away with ten bucks. And let's let's be honest. To put it in perspective, that's what it was for the longest time. You're spending fifteen dollars, and you're hoping to get twenty. You're hoping to get twenty five. You weren't spending fifteen dollars, hoping to get one hundred off that same card. Yeah. And but- I would just like to point out, there's a lot of Bowman talk on the side. Um, you know, for the people that are lacking in money but still want to be in this, um. Most of the time, I'm right there with you, you know, and uh, and Aaron's been there and everyone that's ever collected cards in their lives. Um, if you have other bills, you've definitely been there. Uh, Bowman prospects are the way to go. I bought a I bought a Aaron Ashby gold wave auto Shimmer. middle of winter for 30 bucks. Right. And just sold it for 55. So many people can pay 30 dollars for actually a pretty good auto. Right. Um, if they like the guy 
and then you watch them explode a little bit and you sell. I I Nate's Nate's got a great point. Back before I was you know fortunate enough to be doing some of this high end soccer stuff, I was buying Corbin Burns base autos for two dollars, blue autos for ten, orange for twenty, fifty, you know whatever it was, and. I've recently done pretty well selling those two years later. I know it's two years later, but those are the type of bets that you have to be making when the market becomes more competitive. Not not the bet on this entire market segment gaining insane demand, right? Like it's like you got to make those more educated bets that you do your research and find those guys that might be undervalued based on their future projection. Yeah, and a lot of time you don't even need a you don't even need to step outside of your home ball club, right? Um, you're a Chelsea fan. I'm sure there's like Chelsea guys that you want after that you've made money on. Right. Um, we're both Brewers fans. You talk about Corbin Burns. Um, I've made money on Aaron Ashby that, you know, you may have heard of before the season started. You may not have, um, I made money on Tyrone Taylor just because his tops Chrome stuff was and Sapphire stuff was super, super, super cheap. And I was like, well, if he gets a little bit of playing time and has like a two home run game, I can sell. What do you do the other day? Two home run game. He had a two home run game. All of my cards sold on Comp C. I made like five bucks, not a ton, but uh, when I put eleven dollars in, you make five bucks. It's pretty good, and um, it and it just multiplies on top of each other, right? No, that was like total. No, no, I'm just oh, saying like it, multi- it multiplies. So you'll take that fifteen, and then maybe you'll get something else. Yes. So it's it's one of those things, and I, I get it. Your team, you know. Um, Michael says the Phillies stink. It's hard to make money off of them. Yes. You know, some, the Brewers are in the fortunate position of being good. And like, if you would have bought Freddie Peralta, you'd have made huge money. If you'd have bought Corbin Burns, you'd have made huge money. If you'd have bought Aaron Ashby or Brandon Woodruff, you'd have made huge money. If you'd have bought Kesson Hero, you would have lost huge money. Um, or there's always, there's always or, guys in every system. Have you yeah. seen Joe Gray? Do you know who Joe Gray is? Aaron? Yeah. I've heard the name. Um, he's a former Brewers pick. I don't remember what, but, uh, what round, but two straight years of being terrible rookie ball, you know, not nothing over a 700 OPS in rookie ball, two straight years, 2020 COVID happens, comes out to 2021. And now he has a thousand OPS, a thousand, um, OPS, right? Uh, It's like a thousand sixty three. And he has eight doubles, two triples, and 10 home runs on the year. Despite the fact that A-ball started after uh, started after the majors, and yet he has 10 home runs already. And to this point in his career, through two years in rookie ball, I think he had a combined five home runs. And, you know, his prices have gone up, and there's so many guys like that all over the place, just on the Brewers. I could list like six, seven guys that have gone up in price just on the Brewers, and they all would have started – a dollar, two dollars, three dollars before the season. Um, and that doesn't count for just baseball, too. Like, if you were a huge Bucks fan, now I'm using another Milwaukee team for an example, and you bought Dante DiVincenzo when he was a rookie because you're like, oh, you know, I like Dante, I can collect him, but also pick out some nice cards maybe as an investment. His stuff is definitely up since you know he started, which is great to see. Let me. Actually, have the chart right here. I know I'm kind of stealing Sam's thunder for tomorrow. Sorry, Sam. Everyone, make sure to still watch Sam's uh, Sam Dunks' video. But if you look at the, I know it's down in the recent um, recent going, just based on the basketball market. But if you're you know Bucks fan back in 2019, and you're grabbing Dante at 1550, 
for silver PSA 10. Obviously, the market is way lower than less graded cards, all that stuff. You know, that thing went up to 250 and now it's back down to 53. But now might be a good time for you fans of teams, different teams, to go back and look at those players that you might be able to cash or to get cards of again. Yeah. And you don't you don't need to you don't need to dive into you know, sometimes it can be overwhelming being like, I have to follow all of these minor league teams or I have to follow all these NBA teams, whereas you you can just follow your favorite team and try to find those prospects that you really believe in that you think are going to blow up. And when they do, people that follow every team are going to start taking notice. You know, uh, guys outside of the Brewers system would not have known who Aaron Ashby was until Aaron Ashby started blowing up in spring training. Um, whereas I can use my brewers fandom to be like yeah i really like aaron ashby and i really like the brewers so i'm gonna buy um and it goes from there uh and chris chris sutton says uh two years ago when i was struggling i found a player who went undrafted but i believed in him i spent 400 dollars on over 100 of his cards all autos and numbers cards he is a starter now and worth tens of thousands i must know who that player is he didn't yeah. say right he did not say but he yeah, said a mixture of luck following your gut and putting in work pays off. And that's the big thing is, uh, you know, so obviously a lot of it is luck on our end because we are not, <laughs> we are not the ones swinging the bat, shooting the basketball um, or putting in the hard work. We're just having confidence in somebody else, uh, you know, somebody else's work ethic and ability. Right. All right. I want to pull up, uh, Nate, you want to pull up that comment there from Michael? Will you yeah. guys talk about the Holland sale at all tonight? I was wondering if that may impact his market at all, the $150,000 card. So here we are. This is the Erling Holland non-auto Topps Chrome Orange Refractor of 25 BGS 10 black label, the highest grade you can receive from any grading company. But at the same time, there is a true question that I do ask, and I know that some might not agree, but what makes you know this card, if you were to crack it on and send it back in, what are the odds it gets in our black label? Is it is it just a gimmick? Is it unless you have a very certified structure that every single person can follow, which is almost impossible with human error involved? How could we ever guarantee this would get a black label again? It's the same thing talking about tens versus nines, but this is a little bit more different because there's a BGS ten, three tens, and a nine five sub, and then all tens. And Nate, do you agree with me on that point to start? Yeah, I would. I uh, I mean, if you can find PSA fives getting cracked and sent back in and turning into PSA nines. If you can find PSA nines turning into uh, PSA tens or BGS nines turning into PSA tens, there's no reason to think that you could crack this card and get a BGS ten black label ever again. Exactly. So that's that's where that's the first thing for me. Um, the second thing is I think the bigger discussion here is this card sold for 150 grand through Golden like two nights ago or last night. Um, the bigger question is. The auto PSA 10 of uh, 25 sold for like 125k. What was that three months ago now? So to me, I'd way rather have the autograph. I know it's a sticker, but there's rarely on card autos in soccer. I'd way rather have the autograph PSA 10 versus a BGS 10 non auto black label. And as much as this might be a oh, does this help out Holland's soccer card market? Sometimes I know that we talked about that at the start, like a while back when there weren't that many people involved in sports cards, like, oh, a big sale really ignites this certain market aspect. I'm not sure if we're at that point right now with the way that the market is in, in sports cards. You know, like so many people know about sports cards, know the market dynamics. 
you know, just because this Holland sells for 150K, it doesn't mean everyone's going to go run every single or go run and buy every single other Holland card. I think the bigger discussion here is would you rather have supposedly the premium grade BGS 10 black label or an auto PSA 10? Nate? Well, here's the thing for me. Outside of Bowman Chrome Autos, right? They're on card. They're the first. It's spectacular. I think I prefer Topps Chrome cards without the autos. Um, That's a fair point. I mean, I can also pull up the autograph of this card, which you will see the sticker like runs right across the card. Yeah. So like for me personally, if somebody gave me the option between a Topps Chrome now, now this is a drastic price difference, but a Topps Chrome refractor, uh, may, let's make it a numbered card. If somebody gave me a difference between the Topps Chrome purple Vlad Guerrero and a Topps Chrome auto Vlad Guerrero, I mean, I'd probably still go with the auto, but part of me just likes the non-auto better. Right. So here's the here's the non-auto. Here's the auto. Okay. Non-auto. Auto. Does it sound like you're at the eye doctor? I know you've never been there, but. <laughs> um. Question: Is this just a bad scan, or is the whole card specifically lighter for the auto version? No, it's a bad scan. This okay. one, it looks like that there's some light exposure coming in on it. This one looks like that there's no exposure just, coming in. Just making sure they didn't like lighten up the entire card like they lighten up the uh, auto uh, area. Um, I, I gotta say, I, I like the non-auto. I think mm. I like the non-auto. Interesting. I, I man, that lightness looks. It, do you want Nate? I said you, bad scan. You agree with me? Uh, I'm taking it back. The more I like look into it, dude, they totally discolored the, his the lower part of his the lower part of his body. I'm like 99 sure now. Hmm. Well, it doesn't look great. So, wait. Let's look at this. There's one list on eBay. If the scan shows up different, it's it's for sure lighter. I I I I have switched my stance. I like the auto on the card. This one is off the sticker though, but the coloring is way better on the non-auto. Yeah, interesting. Also, I think the the non-auto just is like a pure card. Nothing to add to it. If it was an on-card auto, I still would probably want the non-auto but it's a closer conversation for me than a sticker auto sure the only time i'm buying a sticker auto is if it's a uh you know a person i want to personally collect and i just don't care yeah and for me it depends on the set too like i'll pick up the contenders correct ice mount if it's a sticker but that's only because there's no on card for soccer really for i mean i have the impeccable auto of him but you get what i'm saying mm -hmm. okay so i will talk really briefly here about what um, Eduardo has brought up. Anyone know if they commented on when they will be rolling out invites for Slabstacks Pro or, or are they not sure? Um, I can't give an exact date, but my hope is by the end of this week. Um, that is the hope. Don't Please don't hold me to it, but I want to at least provide a little bit of insight just because I know people are wondering. By the end of this week is the hope, so please go to Slabstacks.com, click Slabstacks Pro, throw in that email address at the bottom of the screen, 
and you should be receiving an invite at the end of this week, early next week, to get on the Slapsocks Pro for the initial group. Um, thank you, everyone who has pre-registered so far. Thank you, every, everyone, for that. Uh, that will be using Slapsocks Pro. I know we ran a couple technical difficulties today, but all that will be cleaned up by the time you get on there. Um, don't worry about that. And uh, I'm very excited for it to come. I know it is too. It's been a lot of hard work over the past year or so. Oof. A lot of hard work. Insane about it. Yes, right. it has. And uh, that was just a little preview of the Trenders page that I already went to and then went out of now. But uh, Joel Embiid, 1,625. This, hey, wait, wait. This is another really good conversation here. Joel Embiid, BGS 9.5 red, auctioned off for $1,626 the other day. A PSA 10 silver and a select PSA 10 silver are, well, the select PSA 10 used to be worth like around $1,000. Now the Prism Silver PSA 10 is worth like over like $2,500, almost $3,000. In what world are we not buying serial numbered red version, like Sixers colors of Joel Embiid? over the silver PSA 10. And guys, trust me, I PSA, I would way rather grade with, way more value is going to come out of it. But at what time does it not make sense to go and buy a 9.5 of a same as that card or a better card for way cheaper? Another example, Nate, Mason Mount, Sapphire Yellow of 99, BGS 9.5 just sold for $930 last night. The PSA 10 sold like less than a week ago for like 2,800, 2,500. Okay. Do you, do you get that? Like, come on. Like, I totally get that PSA 10 have gained so much more value. They bring so much more value if you grade it with them. BGS's communication has been terrible. But you can buy three cards for the price of one. Yeah, that's that's absurd. I and mean, I, it, it's gone from it's gone from the point of buying the card, like people have said, to buying the grade. And but even if it's who, still who a good cares, grade, who cares about the grade? The grade should help a card, right? But it shouldn't make it three times as valuable as the same card in a quote-unquote comparable grade. Yeah, that's what I was just going to say. It's not like that the PSA 10 is like by far and away like better condition. I mean, sometimes they are, but same, you know, same way both ways. Like sometimes PSA 10s can look bad. I've seen PSA yeah. 10s with very ding corners that they just missed maybe. I've and also even, seen PSA 8s that look like PSA 10s. So Even raw. Even raw, should should a PSA ten of a red out of forty nine be worth three raws, four raws, whatever it should be? Right. Like there's only forty nine in the world. How right. much? How much can the grade affect? Uh, <laughs> affect it. Here's here's a better point, Kevin. I'm sorry, he just bought this card for me, so I don't mean to, you know, throw some fuel in the fire. But I will add in that this will help you out too. So Christian Pulisic color blast. I just sold mine to Kevin for $900 yesterday because I had to because I have a big grail coming in that you all will see soon. Uh, very excited about the huge card. wonder what it is. I don't know. I have no idea either. Um, okay, so I sold for $900. A 9.5 just sold like a day or two ago for $1,050. But right before the 9.5, a raw sold for like $1,100. And right after the raw sold for $1,100, PSA 10 sold for $3,300. So, like, Kevin, great buy because you're going to send it to PSA. It might get a 10. I was going to send it myself, and you'll be able to sell for way more. I needed some money. But where, like, what what in the world is going on between 9.5 for 1,050 and PSA 10 for 3,300? 
you buy the three nine fives all day long. Exactly. You get and then three, try to cross one if you need if you want to. I mean, it might and then get your get enough. your money back and uh, keep hold the other two. Free. Yeah. Crazy. It's just it's just wild to me. And I did I didn't even plan bringing any of that up, but then I saw that Joel and Bead. So made me think to say something. What's up, Magic? Okay. Tomorrow at Slap Sox Breaks, 3 p.m. Eastern Time, we are starting with some more soccer breaks. Um, we have these three breaks left on slapsocks.com slash shop. I believe that there's also three spots left in Topps Chrome Sapphire for tomorrow. So just, oh, excuse me. So check that out. Slapsocks.com slash shop if you want to join or just watch on YouTube with me. I really uh, appreciate anyone that comes in and watches and says hi, just like Magic just said. Uh, it's a really fun time. So maybe grab a couple packs, try to make it affordable for all budget levels, and um, hang out. 10 today we'll do a q a for quite some time because the other segment ran a little short so we'll just go q a if you have any question about the sports card industry about the market about our experiences about something we may think we will provide our opinions and uh remember there are opinions um you know some people might think that the psa 10 is worth three times as much and worth spending the money on honestly in some cases maybe it is um just the ones i brought up a little confusing to me <laughs> but also like i said Questions, put them in the chat. We'll go at it. There's a huge opportunity with cracking yeah, SGT. I, what? I have a question for you. Oh, go Sorry, on. I'm not looking at the screen. Um, May 19th, a Shoyotani Blue PSA 10 Tops Chrome. Uh, not Tops Chrome update, but Tops Chrome. PSA 10 sold for $2,475. May 19th. We are now two weeks later, three weeks later. Uh, two weeks later, um, what do you think a red would go for? Non graded, a red Shohei Otani, yeah. Top scroll, not top scroll update. Blue one for 2475 PSA 10. A blue one for 2475, yeah. PSA 10, uh, probably like five figures 10k. You think, yeah, over maybe. <laughs> what, why are, are you looking to buy it? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm being, I'm being asked. He's actually in the, in the thing, but uh, oh. I uh, a lot. I don't, you know, it's 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 so hard to tell off of off of other comps. It's the non-auto tops chrome. Yeah, got you. Um, really quick from Global Sports Card Investor, you say uh, SGC nine point five cracking and resubbing is eighty percent success rate. Is that through SGC getting SGC tens or through SGC getting PSA tens? Because that is wild. Whatever the number is, please let us know. Hey, um, I got two questions here. Can I just yeah nail them out real quick? Did you click on that or did I? I clicked on it. I was hovering right above it, about to click. And I was like, did I do that? Uh, Nate, thoughts on Series 2 rookie checklist? Um, There's some nice names. There's some nice names. There's Cabrian Hayes. uh, There's Brent Rucker. There's Alex. Um, There's a number of other guys that are, like, you know, pretty decent. And I'm having trouble recalling them off the top of my head. So I'm sure there's another major guy in there that I'm just not remembering at all. And somebody else can help me out. Um, but it's definitely it's way stronger than Tops Update last year, and it's way stronger than Top Series Two from last year. But it's not nearly as strong as Top Series One from this year or Top Series One from last year. Um, so do with that what you will. With grading and base prices dropping, um, I am no longer. You could say I'm no longer a fan of Tops Flagship. Um, with how much they print and how impossibly hard it is to get golds and foils of like the top top guys and those are like the most predictable ones you could get um 
it is it's going to be real tough for people to make their money. And if you can't grade base, which you can't from PSA right now, and when you do grade base, if they are only going to be maximum $50 cards, uh, there's just probably not much value there whatsoever. Uh, Aaron, would you agree? Yeah, so are you saying buy singles or are you saying look at Topps Chrome or I'm saying I'm saying if you want to get into Topps flagship, don't buy boxes, don't buy hangers, don't buy gravity feed packs, don't buy blasters. I would go into the like I would do the whole uh and don't I wouldn't buy base either. Sometimes I'd be like, I'd just buy a bunch of base for cheap and see if you can get it from one dollar to five dollars, but even that might be tough nowadays with how much they print. So it's I would just so just, hard to move the needle. Yeah, I would just focus on golds and foils on the resale market. And um, even if you don't get them graded, just hold on to those bad boys of your favorite guys. Sure. Um, there was a second one, though. Oh. <laughs> Top's finest, Nate. I don't sorry. love it. I don't love it. I'm sorry. I'm sorry to Rocky Mountain baseball cards that loves the, uh, you know, the secondary brands and stuff. Um, the tops finest, the Bowman's bests, the stadium clubs, they're just not for me. I just, um, you know, there's so much you have to pay attention to, like in just the tops flagship, tops chrome, uh, Bowman chrome market that adding on secondary cards of secondary, you know, secondary brands of tops is just not my, my thing I like to do. Thoughts on the 90s soccer market? Uh, Edwin, I apologize. I don't have any because I'm not, I don't know much about it. I don't buy in it. I don't research it. Maybe that's on me for not researching it, but I, it just not isn't my thing. Um, anyone else who has thoughts, throw them in the chat to help out, Edwin. Mosaic, La Liga, and Serie A wax worth the rip? Uh, no. <laughs> no. The production quality of these things are so bad. <laughs> I don't know if anyone's seen them. It looks like the two cards were rubbed together. Like on every single base and silver in the product that I've heard, you know, I've seen at least from my own eyes, it looks bad. And even at that, you're ripping for a couple players in each set, a couple players. And those are not the sets to rip, you know, like that. I'd say, like, shooting for a couple players, you might be disappointed. Question about Prism EPL boxes. They seem to be undervalued. What are your thoughts? I think that the first year, 2019, is pretty pretty undervalued. I actually have a box chilling right there. Um, the print run is just so low for that set. Lots of color, lots of numbered. This year, I'd say the young player crop is a bit better than 2019. 2019 had Foden, which really drives in everything, and Polizic's Chelsea card. But 2020, this year, you know, between Greenwood, Saka, um, Billy Gilmore, Curtis Jones, Ezzy, I think is how you pronounce it, and then a couple other players, you know, like there's good young talent, but just more product produced the way harder it is to move the needle. That's just the the straight up honest truth. The more that they print fat packs, the more that they print mega boxes, the more that they print all these other configurations along with hobby, the hard, harder it is to make the product go up in value. Uh, Vlad Jr. is flirting with a triple crown. Why are his tops cards not going off? Um so, for starters, if you haven't been paying attention, Vlad Guerrero Jr. is killing it, leads the league in home runs, has a 100 OPS, has a 100 in like OPS plus, which is 101% better than league average. It's like, um, if you remember Bryce Harper's insanely, insanely, insanely good season from a number of years ago, he's hitting as well as Bryce Harper, basically. Um, 
he's cut down on his ground ball rate by like six percent. He's uh, raised his average exit velocity by multiple miles per hour. He's raised his hard hit percentage by uh, multiple percentage points. Um, everything is looking good on the Vlad Guerrero uh, front. I think the issue with people and the same issue that you get with like a Byron Buxton is, you know, he's playing well, but nobody trusts him to not stay, get injured. And so nobody wanted to, you know, people weren't really putting money into him. Uh, not that Vlad Guerrero gets injured. I do think people are questioning, you know, his weight issues in the past. And maybe they're a little bit hesitant to put money into a guy that might show up to spring training with an extra 50 pounds next year. Um, I think people have to see it for more than two months. And I think they'll probably have to see this type of production for more than this year. I think next year is when you're going to see the boost. I think next year, um, if he comes out hot in May, June, I think you are going to be seeing like Ronald Acuna, Juan Soto prices uh, for like, um, not Juan Soto because he doesn't have a top score sapphire rookie, but like Ronald Acuna, Fernando Tatis, top score sapphire prices. We're talking, you know, three, $4,000 PSA 10s here instead of 15, 16, 1700. Nice. Dude, he's been insane. I was looking at his stats. Just unbelievable to think he's the amount of people that hated on him, Nate, just on a guy that's like 20, 21, that clearly you need to adjust to wherever, you're, whatever you're doing. So talented. So awesome to see. Um, Dave, I mean, you're not wrong. You're not wrong. He is playing his home games in a minor league stadium, but I would venture a guess that if you went and looked up his average uh, home run distance, uh, it's going to be past 400 feet, which means he's going to be hitting a home run out of, no matter where he hits it, he's going to be hitting a home run out of almost every park outside of a few center fields here or there that go up to like 420, like uh, Comerica. Nate, would his minor league stadium actually be smaller than like a very standard size major? It's possible, yeah. I was just curious. Um, I mean, you know, and there's going to be minor league stadiums that are huge. It's just, I don't know the dimensions of Buffalo, um, but there is right. there is some potential there. What do you think about buying the Jamal Murray dip? His select orange off 60 PSA 10 rookie just sold for $530. That just seems way too cheap for a great young player on championship level team. So Jamal Murray is a stud. We all know that. Jamal Murray tours ACL. We all know that. The problem I have is that well, I love the buying the injury dip and then looking at the scarce cards on a you know lower uh, cost than they were earlier. If they go deep this year and get into the finals or something without Jamal Murray and MPJ is clearly their second best player, do they look to restructure that team and move Jamal Murray elsewhere? I mean, they're arguably they've been better than when they had Murray, right? It's well, unlocked MPJ's game to another level. That's where Shirley's given the opportunity to do it. So it'll be interesting to see. I'm not saying that he obviously if he gets traded, he can be just as good elsewhere, but you do lose that championship level team potential probably because if he is traded, there's going to be need to be draft picks. And I don't know how many lower first round draft picks they'll take if he goes to like a you know, good team or something. And if you're if you're the Nuggets, why would you want that? Want what? low low oh, first round draft picks instead that's of why, that's why i say that the championship team thing could be gone pretty soon here oh. if he is in fact trade but i also don't know the current contract of his or anything so i can't comment on that but just thinking out loud do you think prism releases will ever improve the centering or panini will ever improve the centering on panini releases um i'll tell you what i want to bring this up 
as a topic because I've got some new tops from Bundesliga autographs. I've seen a bunch of Formula One Sapphire color cards in front of me. Literally, these things were shifted production to Italy, I heard. And all these cards have the same exact manufacturing error on the back, which is like an edge neck. Pretty, pretty big size. It's definitely like a PSA 8 type of deal. My question is, what happened to these companies to make pro- production quality worse as they made more money? Like, in what world does that make sense? Let's charge more. Let's print more. But let's, like, make everything worse. Like, I don't know where that went wrong or or what's happening with that. But it's a little, I'd say if I was, like, Tops or Panini, it's embarrassing. Like, I don't want to be Mr. Negative. But it is embarrassing looking at some of those products and thinking, wow, did we put our best effort into that or this and that? You know, some of these cards have really bad just standard condition flaws. Um, hey, I have, uh, I actually have numbers here for, uh, Vlad Guerrero Jr. Can I, uh, can I steal this? I guess. Do we really need to talk more about I'm <laughs> just kidding. The, the home run thing is actually pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, so let me, let me steal this for a second. Nate is, uh, doing a pseudo digging corners now. So can you see this? Dude, it's so small. You have to zoom in a lot on the one thing you want. Can you see that? I, I mean, I can see it. I can see it, but it's just, it's just small. What yeah. if you have you extended your screen all the way? No, but whatever. Just okay. just go. I'm assuming people that are watching have extended their screens. True. Um. So here you get his expected home runs. He's 18. His expected home runs would be 15.7. Uh, that's barely off his 18, which is pretty good. So the minor league park thing, you know. Um, and then you get if he played, you know, all of his games in this specific stadium. He'd have 17, 18, 17, 20 in Seattle, 15, 14, 18, 17, you know. So the home ballpark thing here, you know, he might actually have less if he played, you know, a lot of his home runs in in Buffalo were hit in Toronto. Toronto. But for less, 14 is still a really big number, and you can keep going. Kansas City, obviously, is a huge detriment to most power hitters. That is crazy. You go along... Yeah, you go, and that would be the case for everybody. You look up anybody on this list, and that would probably be the same case for Nando Tatis, anybody like that. Um, but you go along this list, and there's not a huge drop off in you know home runs and expected home runs to what he actually has. Dude, that's an insane thing that's going on there. From ba- is that baseball savant? Yeah, that's crazy. That was, that was pretty wild there. I like that. Um. Let's see. There's a lot of questions that came in this chat. Any soccer players to grab for when PSA opens up? Picked up Verts, Pel- Pelgi, Pelgi, and Mukoko. I have not heard of the middle one. I don't even. I probably didn't even say it close to right. Um, anyone else you recommend? And do you think those are solid buys? Well, I like Florian Verts. Um, I've got a couple of Topps Chrome Orange Autos, a uh, 25 that have that edge nick on the back. I was talking about with Topps Chrome, um, Bundesliga, Mukoko, nice, super young. Would be worth getting graded, and same with Bellingham. I would key in on Topps Chrome Champions League from this year. They just released a checklist today, so go look that up if you, if you haven't seen it yet. Lots of rookies in there. Musiala has his first Topps Chrome card in there because he didn't have Bundesliga. I know Ryan Gravenbatch. Um, I think that's how you say his name. The guy Nate's been talking about in past episodes. He's got his first Topps Chrome card in there. Uh, he plays for uh, Ajax, and then uh, 
There's also, I think Curtis Jones has a card in there. I think Mason Greenwood has his first top scrum card also. Well, I have a Devonta Adams Bowman Chrome Prism. I don't even know how to say that. <laughs> Something Fractor out of five in the world. Would you take a black label over this card? Uh, well, a black label on what? Yeah. what you, on any card I own, would I take a black label over having that card? Uh, probably, even though I just said it was kind of gimmicky, I would take a black label on my best card and then sell it and then buy a bunch of other cards. <laughs> Would you take a black label base, uh, Devontae Adams, over a uh, out of five? A Devontae Adams base? Yeah. Over an out of five? Yeah. No? Okay. Just making sure. <laughs> Just making sure it wasn't any black label. Jeez. <laughs> Cracking the SGC 9.5s and sending them to PSA and getting 10s. My last cards were Prism SGA, which is a hard gray, and they got 10s. That is wild. So Global Sports Card Investor says that 80% of his SGC 9.5s got 10s from PSA. I don't know all of the, uh, you know, characteristics of each card. So it'd be interesting to see. But yeah, silvers are poorly graded from uh, or poorly produced of shade from that year. I guess that actually he might have been talking about Mosaic La Liga. But yeah, silvers are awful for Mosaic La Liga too. CSG or SGC for first time graders. Oh man, the grading industry has gotten so like whack right now. <laughs> With PSA suspended, BGS suspended, CSG and SGC had some price increases, dropping them. I hear SGC is super fast and that they're doing well with getting their submissions out on time, but it only takes a couple eBay searches to look up and see what the card values are like. And if you don't hit an SGC 10, you are going to be losing money most of the time. If you get a 9.5, Unless it's a major card you might make like 20 bucks on, you're probably going to be losing money. So grading industry, very tough to navigate right now. I do believe it actually hurt the market a ton. Um, not having people think about in the back of their head, like, oh, I can buy this card for 10, grade it for 20. It'll be $100. And I know that, that logic does not apply anymore because now we're seeing prison-based PSA 10s from 2019 rookies are like 25 bucks. Cameron Johnson... Um, you know, PJ Washington, probably like 20 bucks type of deal in the past. You'd be like, Oh, easy $5 buy $15 grade, $20 investment, a hundred dollars. Well, that's when the pop was like, you know, 250 or something. So even if it was still around right now, that logic still wouldn't apply, but it was there for a long time and people ripping packs. It was there for now. A lot of people have really curbed their buying with it not being there anymore. Hey, uh, Aaron, you want to find see the quickest way to destroy all goodwill we have with the uh, card community? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> Slab talk <laughs> grading. I was like, I really don't want to see that if you're being truthful. <laughs> um, Could you imagine? Grading, let's go. Uh, I don't think that we would uh, ever want to take that burden on. <laughs> you don't give somebody a PSA, a, 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 uh, an SX10? An SXG10 or whatever, uh, they'd be upset. And then um, if you get swamped with cards and you don't get them back for a month, they'd be upset. <laughs> a month? More like two years. I mean, how many cards are you and I going to grade together? <laughs> Nate, Nate's out here dropping their cards and giving them sixes. <laughs> ah, crap, Aaron. I dropped that one in the corner. That's a six now. Sorry. <laughs> or you stick it in there and give it a 10. I've seen that before. 
I bet that's why you find those those cards with like ding corners in PSA cases and is user error and they're like, uh, I'm gonna give it a ten anyways. Yeah, I, that stuff is just wild. Um, question from Rob: Any thoughts on what cards will be hot at the national? So. I think I mentioned this before, but I've given it some more thought. And I think that the national is not going to be this like, oh my gosh, Russell Wilson. Everyone try to find them in every booth. You know, I think it's going to be a lot of like, what do you like? What are you collecting slash investing in? And you're going to go find it. I don't think there's going to be a major theme to the show. And maybe I'm wrong. You know, maybe Kevin Durant wins a championship for Brooklyn this year, which isn't going to happen because the Bucks are going to win four straight. And then everyone's trying to buy up his cards going into next season. You know, maybe Kyler Murray or maybe Ryan Tannehill cards are through the moon because <laughs> or through the roof because they just got Julio Jones, whatever it is. Um, I feel like it's going to be a lot of like uh, dispersed thoughts and, and hotness, which is, I think, what we need. I don't think we want people like that one Dallas show when everyone's buying Kevin Durant was one of the weirdest things I've ever seen. Everyone needed KD. Go to a booth. You got KD PSA 9s. You got KD PSA 10s. Like, I just didn't really understand that because at that point, you're just competing against everyone at the show. Yeah. Um, you you would agree that it's kind of boring also walking around a show and just seeing everyone's Luka Doncic Prism PSA 10 stacks and Fernando Tatis uh, Series 2 flagship PSA 10 stacks. It's just... When everyone has the same cards, it gets boring. So it's kind of nice to have a guy with old cards and a guy with, um, you know, Bowman Chrome and a woman with soccer and keep moving down the line. I, I don't like going around and seeing all the same cards at every single booth. It gets boring. <laughs> Kevin, I can see the pain in your voice saying something positive about SGC, Aaron, 100% with you. <laughs> Yeah, people know I'm not sending my cards to the SGC to get graded, but I, I have to say at least that they're making turnaround times right now. <laughs> it's good positive. Uh, GV, good thoughts here. That checklist wasn't a confirmed checklist for Topps Chrome Champions. Like I know GV is really plugged into the soccer card happenings, as he does do a lot of breaking and whatnot. Um, I'd wait for a confirmed checklist for Chrome. Good thoughts. I like it because for some reason, I thought that there was going to be like a 200-card checklist this year for Top Scrum Champions League and that, uh, you know, the one that people were talking about today that you say wasn't confirmed. Um, that was only 100, I think. But we'll see. We'll see. Thoughts on Caden Clark. Do you think Tops now with his MLS club worth it? Is worth it or do you think when the Europe cards come, will that be his rookie? Um, I think that the Europe cards are going to be way more sought after once he makes a transfer. Um, I think MLS Tops has a place from this year and people will definitely like look into them. But to me... It's like a, it's like a pro debut for baseball. No one's people are buying Mike Trout's pro debut for baseball, the 2010 one or the 2010 looking set, but no one's chasing after that more than they are the update or the Bowman Chrome refractor at 175, number 175 or base 175. You know, it's kind of like a pro debut card. I see. When will Topps Chrome be available on their website? I have no idea. I think that's supposed to be Friday is the release day. I don't know if they're gonna post that the same day. They, yeah, I'm not sure. Tops is make they make no sense to me with their releases and stuff. So I don't even really try or pay attention. Um, Aaron, we got two minutes. Oh yeah, we do. What do you got? I have a 2017 Optic Patrick Mahomes, uh, black, black velocity, 
numbered uh, 25, which is or numbered 15 to 25, which is his jersey number, PSA 10, a raw one sold for 10K. Would you sell or hold and how much? Um, I don't know what you'd say, Aaron, but I definitely would hold. It's a gamble. Obviously, he's already won a Super Bowl, and it seems like he's going to win a bunch more. But, you know, we've seen guys that we thought we were going to do really well, like Andrew Luck, uh, end up retiring early. And um, we've seen other guys get injured and, you know, circumstances change. Tyreek Hill leaves in free agency or anything like that, and all of a sudden he doesn't have the same wide receivers, and maybe he has a couple of years where he just makes it to the playoffs and not to the Super Bowl. Um, really hard to beat Tom Brady. That being said, if I was going to bet on anybody to become the next Tom Brady, it would be Patrick Mahomes, and for that reason, I would definitely hold. Huge card, though. Huge, huge, huge card. Um, Haas player at the National will be Luis Matos. I hope so, for the sake of my BGS 9.5. 9.5.9. 9 Caveat there. The Euro starts this Friday. Do you expect to see a big bump in the soccer card market? I think that we are finally getting to the point. We might see this in the future as more people jump into cards and whatnot. I think we're to the point now to where performance and legacy really determines prices, which is what it was in the past and which is what I think needs to be to build a sustainable long-term market. Um. I don't see the Euro making the entire soccer car market, no matter what player it is, no matter if he's really good or if he's, you know, kind of prospect on the rise. I don't really see it catapulting it. What I do see is a lot of people watching, a lot of people watching the players, a lot of people making bets on these players based on how they're playing, based on how they're going to play in club play next year. Um, It's going to matter a lot. It's going to get a lot of viewers in. It's going to make a lot of cards go up in value, I believe. But I don't think it's going to be this one whole, oh, you know, this soccer card here, 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 here. They all go up three times in value. Not going to happen. But I do think that's going to be very good for the market and the health of people buying based on prospecting and performances. Because, like, you know, Nate and I are here since for a long time. I've been doing this since I was 10, but been doing Slapstacks content since, like, I don't know, three years ago now. And when we talked in the past, we're talking based on performance every time. It did not get to being talked about as a demand thing until the last like year and a half or two years when you would literally be like, this card's getting a ton of demand, so it's going up in value. Like, it doesn't matter because De'Aaron Fox hasn't played any better today versus yesterday versus a month ago. It's just because more people are buying it. You know, like that still is going to be a part of the market, but it's going to be less of a part of the market, I think, going forward. All right, one more here. Are you gentlemen going to the Capital City Car Convention in Des Moines, July 23rd or 25th? Over 125 dealers, big venue, biggest in the state of Iowa. I did hear about that. Um, it is right before the national, so I am not betting on it, but maybe look, we'll look into it later. Um, thank you also for the $5 super chat. It means a lot, Michael. Nate, you want to take one more? Um, sure, we can talk about Miguel Vargas. Uh, he is a third baseman, first baseman, Dodges system. Um, he's a Cuban. So there's that. Uh, he has been killing it, but uh, I, I'm, I'm kind of wishy-washy, kind of wishy-washy on Dodgers right now. Uh, it never seems – I always am like, oh, they should go high because they're the Dodgers and there's a ton of fans, and then it never seems like their prices go as high as I'm expecting. Um, whereas you can see a guy, a guy like uh, Gunner uh, – I said Gunner Hogland last time, but that's a pitcher for – Old Miss. 
Um, Gunnar Henderson from the Orioles go from $80 to $200 in a, in a couple months. Uh, he went from $80 like right as the season started to $200 like today. And you see that happening. And I don't, I just don't feel like you see that all the time with Dodgers players. So I don't know. He is really good though. Hey, Chris, that is too nice of you. Thank you so much for joining. Really appreciate that. And of course, that's what we're here to do. Help you all out, try answer some questions and just give our best take in the market that we can. Not always right. Not always wrong, hopefully, <laughs> but uh, do like interacting with you all and, you know, discussing this all. Oh, one second. I think this is when I said Cuban, and he thinks I said cute one, but I most definitely said Cuban with a B. My Cuban? Maybe he's talking about, I think they saw a puck in the corner there when he walked by. Oh. But I don't think that that was actually about, probably when you said Cuban, I was just messing around. Uh, sorry, last thing here is what effect on the market do you think Copa America being canceled could have the market both long and short term? Uh that that's not happening, right? I, I'm pretty sure it got moved to Brazil, which then they said that they don't want to host because of uh, not hosting like an entertainment event during COVID when people are struggling in Brazil. But isn't it still going to get moved probably somewhere else and maybe to America to be played? We'll see. I, or unless it's already been flat out canceled, which would kind of stink for the Brazilians and whatnot. Messi. Nate uh, <laughs> uh, is standing on the on deck circle for the Slab Stocks youth league. That's funny. Oh, uh, man, I'd be hitting home runs off of 12-year-olds nowadays. Actually, I hit home runs off of 12-year-olds back then, too. Aaron, did you ever hit a home run? <laughs> Loser. Heck no, I played T-ball and that was it. Actually, no, I did play fat, uh, the, the pitching machine a little bit. <laughs> um, then I played softball like th- two years ago, which I did not hit a home run in. I'm more of a uh, contact hitter than a power hitter. I, I do not get much power, but I do make contact. Trace <laughs> uh, 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 Cards texted me and said, cute one. And with uh, laughing emojis. Trees? No, shorty's cards. Oh, these are trees. <laughs> all right. I think that's going to be it for today's show. Thank you, everyone, for watching today. Thank you all for commenting. Thank you all for tossing in some chats. Please go to slapstocks.com. Hit that Slapstocks Pro tab. Put in your email at the bottom of the page. You will be one of the first ones, the first group of people that will get access to the website, aside from us and aside from a couple very uh, small group of beta testers that were testing for us and giving us some feedback but um do it now before it's too late because once we send it out i think that you'll have to wait until public launch if you don't do it before then so please do that we appreciate it a lot please bucks win tonight please big bucks win tonight please we really guaranteed if the bucks don't win tonight i will not come to next week's live stream nate's gonna get i'm just messing around he will lie I won't be there. I will not. Yeah, I will not. I will come to next week's live stream and I will be set up in a kitchen cooking and you guys will have to watch me cook the entire time. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. (laughs) All right, everyone. Thank you all for the show or thank you all for watching. Rob said good show. And I said show when I read it. Does does that ever happen to you where you type something that you're talking about? You did. No, I I talk sometimes when I'm typing and and I'm typing like whatever I'm saying. All right. Anyway, uh, thank you all for watching. I'll see you all next week.